guys, welcome to Que Lo Que Vos, episode one. Ah, I am so excited. I can't even explain the excitement that I feel and the itching that I've been having to do this podcast. My anxiety at an all-time high. Really? It is. Oh my God. I just, I'm so happy to be able to do this, nah, guys. Yeah. I really hope you guys love it. And I know y'all support us in everything because y'all are our family. But I really hope y'all support us in this because this has been a secret for so long. This has been a secret long. for as long as we can remember, like... I'm talking like it's been in the works for so long and hiding it from y'all has been the hardest thing ever. And on top of that, I, this is not the setup. So no, like it's, it's the the little the it's little the makeshift little setup. Makeshift setup. So this is gonna be a way bigger setup. There's supposed to be a sign back here. It's supposed to be all out, but we couldn't wait. Baby, listen, how long how long we was waiting for the sign? Like a month. And listen, I'm not waiting no more. I wanna talk to people. I got shit to talk, I got tea to spill. So we gotta get to it. That's how I'm feeling. How you feeling, boo? Oh, I'm Ooh, feeling amazing. Yeah. I'm feeling amazing. I just wanna know. How is it that two kids that came from nothing got a podcast? I know. First of all, who gave two kids from nothing a who, podcast? Who, That's who? what I want. Who is responsible for this? We responsible for Ugh, this. We, we responsible like, for this. But we are so excited to tell you guys, how did we come up with Que Lo Que Vos? Vos. If you know us, you, you already know. know what it means. They you already know. know. If they you know, know, you know. You already. know, you know. But we finna explain it, right? It's your half first, so you could go ahead and explain your half first. So, guys, if you guys see the first part that says que lo que, if you know any Dominican, you ever met a Dominican, when they first go up to you, the first thing they're gonna say is que lo que, manin, que lo que, como tu ta, you know, like, they gonna, that's their way of kind of, like, starting a conversation with you, like, que lo que, like, how are you, how was your day, you know? It's a conversation starter, and not only that, it's like, it's a very, very big word in the Dominican community, so... Me and Jessica just decided that this name was perfect. If you can't tell, if you haven't, if you're not able to see it, we put both of our cultures together, and I feel we like did. that's what we do with our content, anyways. Although we always rep every Latino in the whole wide world, every single one, we rep our own cultures as well. And vos, if you're Salvadoreño, if you're from Central America, vos, what do vos. we vos for everything? Puchica, vos que fue hijo la gran vos, todo es vos. So if you really want to get down to it, que lo que vos means what's up with you? Like what's up with you? What's going on? And that's what this yeah. podcast. Podcast is gonna be because what's going on with the world? What's going on with us? Ugh. Guys, it's crazy because me and Jessica have been having a podcast before we even had all of this. We had we, like late, late night talks. Like we basically had a podcast every single night before we go to sleep. We just didn't have the cameras on. The whole point of this podcast is we could be real with y'all, and we had a little technical difficulty. You know, because we still a, a get little, in the a little technical difficulty. of everything. You know, this is new to us. All this technology, two cameras, all these lights, like us, we never. Ever. Actually, we always. Always. <laughs> we always. So, a little bit in depth about us. Like, the whole point of this podcast is for you guys to get to know us on a deeper level. Like, yes. you guys are our family on TikTok, but you can only say so much in a 50-second video. Like, I want to keep it real. I want y'all to know me for me, for every layer. Like, we, if we like this now, we're going to be like, like this, Yeah, like, basically, like right now, we like the onion before you start peeling off the layers. Because there's layers to this. And we going to basically, this podcast, we going to be peeling off all the layers for the onion. And y'all going to know everything. There's everything no filter. About us. There is no filter on this podcast. This podcast is rated mature for mature audience. So, mommy, click off now because we are rated R in this bitch. Tell them what, baby. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. Mommy, tú sabes si tú lo estás viendo. Are you listening to it? At your own risk. Apágalo. At your own risk. Apágalo. You may continue. And for the children out there, please. We do not need y'all mamas in our DMs, y'all daddies in our DMs telling us, 
Why is my child listening to this? I don't know why your child is listening to this. Listen, middle so school, please. high school, y'all cool. Elementary school, keep it on the Actually, TikTok. Not even middle school. Just if like you eighth high grade. School, you like, yeah, if you like eighth grade, eighth past grade. eighth grade, you could come because our learn story, because our story really begins in high school. So it's Literally. like it's understandable. High school, if you in high school, eighth grade, then you could be you, listening you to fine, this. You fine, you fine. But any younger, keep it on the TikTok. Okay, we please. keep it PG for you please. on the TikTok. But you guys are always confused. I feel like the whole social media thinks that we're actually born in our countries. I feel like we get that so much that we're born where we're from. And fun fact, so I actually was not born in El Salvador. Pero mira, todos los vacaciones, if it was a summer, if it was a Christmas break, if it any break, it could have been the Martin Luther King break where we had the Monday off and the Friday off and the whole weekend. I was shipped to El Salvador. Oh, I yeah, had the no, first Avianca flight. To El Salvador, Emilia, everybody would testify. They raised me like I was there. Tw- I was there maybe like five times a year. No, my family. I mean, for the first three years, first of all, I was born in that sense of DR for the first three years of my life. So I basically was in DR. Like I got the. If y'all ever seen the real, the real. If you got this little, there's a there's shot. A stamp. There's, there's a, a shot. shot that you get when you're basically like born in your country, right? Born in the country, you know, born outside of the U.S. You know, if you spot. got it, you got it. It's kind of like a little circle. And I have it. And there's a reason why I have it. I literally got sent to DR for the first three years of my life. Like, all I knew was... DR. DR. I came to the U.S. and I was shell-shocked. I was like, yo, what is this? What what is this? I didn't know how to speak English. I went to school. Me and my sister would go to school. We did not know how to speak English at all. So it was a very... You know, it was a learning curve. But no, I was not born in my country. But I was basically raised in my country. I would go there all the time. And my family knows that, and I love my family. Thank you so much for raising me. And I feel the exact same way. Like, I was raised over there, and my family till this day is over there. And I actually come from immigrant parents, you know, people that were, like, running from the law and didn't have papers. So the reason why I was shipped there so much is because my mom couldn't go. So it was like, you're going for me. You're living that experience for me because, like, she couldn't go. So my mom was here working her ass off, and I was over there without and shoes also in the barrio. She was basically sending you to be babysitter because she yeah, because she couldn't afford childcare here, which yeah, is crazy. She, she couldn't afford, so she would just be like, go, better bond the tutia. I know, but I live, listen, I was safer over there and I was here And I ain't gonna lie, summers in DR, I feel like summers outside of the U.S., for anybody that gets sent to, like, their country, I feel like those summers be so legendary. Oh, my goodness. Like, I was bare, like, I couldn't do that stuff now. No. Like, I could not walk barefoot. I could not walk in my swim trunks into the street of El Salvador. I will not do that now. As a kid, you don't care. Like, my cousin. You showered in the rain? Yes. My cousin, we would grab the sticks and the leaves. I was showered in the rain. You ever did that? You grab the sticks and the leaves and the sticks was money. We go to the store, pretend like we nah, at the store. Play. Yo, I, I play with dirt. I, I, play I, with... No, I play with dirt, but like, I ain't never played the, the fake Monopoly the with fake the dirt. The fake Monopoly, that's what it was. I, I a never fake did Monopoly. That Yo, we was riding horses. We was feeding the cows. Nah. I was milking the cows. Oh, actually, yeah, because if you from El Salvador, you know everybody got cows. Like, the countryside, like, the mountains, everybody over everybody there got, got cows, cows, goats, you know. Like, that's their currency, first of all. They, they be trading cows for, like, like houses and stuff, like... And I'm telling you, even though I was barefoot and all that stuff, I was safer there than I ever would have been in the U.S. Like, all the bad shit that happened to me in my childhood was because I was here. Like, you could have kept me over there. I would have lived my best life. I did get parasitos once. Oh, no. I mean, I got a lot of infections, but that's normal. <laughs> I did shit worms. What is that called? That's you... parasitos. I shit worms one time. Yeah, that's what I, I had the chinkunguya. If you, if you was in the yard, you know what the chinkunguya is. What's a chinkunguya? The chinkunguya is like, it was like a flu. But it was like a really, really bad flu. Like I'm like talking like pops? no, like I woke up with the sweats. Like you have a like oh when, you know God. when you wake up with the sweats. I mean I naturally sweat a lot, but like I'm talking like 
I was, oh, actually, no. Actually, the way I found out I had the chingunguya was I went to a Metro basketball game. Tu sabes, lo Metro de Santiago. I went to one of their basketball games with my cousin. And I passed out in the basketball game. And I passed out in the basketball game. And they had to take, we had to take a taxi back to the house. I know your grandma was shitting my herself. My grandma, I got she back. She loves him so my much. Grandma, my grandma and my aunt were waiting at the, at the, um, at the gate. So as soon as they opened, they took me out the taxi. I'm talking like they escorted me upstairs. They had, tenían la sopita con el seven no, if you guys know. Dominicans believe that the seven no is the cure to all. Like seven no, mentol, that's all you need. I actually got my, the same thing happened to me, but like in a different way. I went to the Rio, and if you guys know, our bodies, our American bodies are not built for El Salvador Rios. They're not built for the El Salvador water. So me and yeah, my cousins went true. to the Rio. Mind you, I'm swallowing the Rio water. Mind you, El Salvador is not like your Rio. Like, it's like a current. No, that's what I was it's say. a dead current. Dominicans and Rio is a good time for no, us. like, it's a current. Like, it's ghetto. Like, we washing our clothes in that same Rio. Oh, I know, Rio. I know. Y'all yeah. wash your clothes, your bodies, y'all so, wash everything. I'm in there, I'm tragándome toda esta agua, like swallowing all the water. And then I get home, it wasn't even a day, baby. By night, I had the worms in my poop. By yeah. night. And I went to the doctor in El Salvador. That was the first you and last time. Baby, that's what they did. The shot of your butt. They I did, was going to say, because I, I, I have very vivid memories of me screaming me. because they would put the shots in your butt. He spread, he spread my butt cheeks because I had okay, worms. Okay, okay. Baby, spread. I swear, because I had worms, so my, they had to get... He listen, spread my cheeks. Listen, because you had to get a swab of the worms. So he... I, y'all, I told y'all we a filter here. And when they did that, I'm scarred forever. Anytime I got sick over there, I was like, keep me at home. I don't care. I don't want to be... Your face, I It's swear. just the fact that they're still doing that. My little brother got sick in DR. And they he, gave you a shot in your ass. A couple ass. years ago, and he still got a shot Who in Who knows butt. what they're putting? Maybe that's why our asses are But guys, at the end joke. of the day, we, we forgot to go back, but Que Lo Que Vos, the name comes from the Que Lo Que and the Vos. It's the Dominican and the Salvadorian fusion. And I love it's it. what's going to make this podcast so great. It's our love it's gonna merged be everything. together. Yeah, this podcast is about to be our baby. Like, I'm talking it's like... It's baby. It's going to be crazy. Like, you guys are listening to this episode, but... We have the first few, like, 150 episodes already, like... And once we get the hang of this and, like, we get used to all this equipment... Already written down. Ooh, y'all not even ready, right? Yeah. Oh, my god. Because it takes us, like, two hours to set this all up, you know, play with everything, play yeah. with the lighting. We and have to play with the microphone. And the editing, baby, that that's going to be... I'll let y'all know in the next podcast yeah. how that goes, because, so you know, we're still getting the hang of everything. How, how frequently are you guys going to be getting these episodes? Weekly. Um, it's gonna be once a week. We're not playing now. with y'all, and y'all can hold us accountable. Yes, like, if please. we miss something, y'all gonna be like, "Hello," because y'all made a big decision, right? Here, are two kids making a big decision and Young doing adults. this. So we gotta keep up with this. So y'all better hold us accountable. Yes, like, please do. And for anybody that wants to hold us accountable, all the social medias: Alex and, and Jessica on TikTok, Alex and Jessica on YouTube. And Jessica X went on Instagram. Jessica X went on basically all platforms. All platforms. ATP World on all platforms. Go follow us. Go support. Go yeah. go tell us what was your favorite thing about this podcast. Go tell us if you got in trouble for listening to it. Yeah. Go, go tell us everything. And tell them don't be playing with us. Please don't. Because them pictures, baby, tell them about the pictures on the IG that they missing out on if they don't go watch them. Oh, I mean, if they not if they not looking at the IG pictures, then I don't even know why they looking IG at this podcast this right now. IG saw this first. It's not even only IG though. 
It's everything. It's every, everything. If they missing out on everything, if they not following, I'm talking like they missing out on the daily TikTok videos every single day. No, for real. But you know what? I know y'all here for the juicy tea, baby. Tell them, tell them how Alex and Jessica started. So, like, yes, how I met start... this Dominican papi rico papacito. That... She didn't like me at first. Yeah, I did not like. So we gonna start from the beginning. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't even like me at first. In a way, he had a Something girlfriend. Like Alex had a girlfriend when I first met okay, him. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Let's start from the beginning. 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 But so that is the, the beginning. real beginning is okay. So okay. it starts off with you having a girlfriend. Oh, it starts you off with first of all, I moved. I moved to Florida, so now we in Florida. All right, I, oh, I'm okay. in high school. You ain't even tell him yes, you're from New York. I'm from New York. I'm from the Bronx, New York. Yes, the projects. Okay, I date a project. From, no, I'm project not, I'm baby. Not, no, I'm not from the projects. The Bronx isn't the projects. No, no, baby. The Bronx is not the projects. The projects is a part. It's like the building sections. But you wasn't in the, the building. No, I wasn't in the the, the projects. I oh, so you're not a gangsta. I mean, me a gangsta boo. So tell us about that. You so guys, so I moved, I moved over here for high school. high school. I moved over here for high school. First of all, I was going to stay if I got accepted into Bronx Science. Bronx Science, please, if you listen to this, thank you for never accepting my application. I got all the way to the me. end. I got all the way to the end and then they didn't accept me. And then you would have never met me. I never, I never would have met her. The love of your life. It's crazy because life, like I tell you, me and Jessica, y'all going to hear a lot of things about our life and I'm a lot about cry our already. beliefs, a lot of everything. But I'm getting emotional. I got if I would have got accepted, me and my mom had a deal. If I got accepted into Bronx Science, I would not have came to the Florida with her. I would have stayed and lived with like my aunt or something. And Alex's mom made it very clear to me, I love you, okay? Mother in law. You have my heart. But she made it very clear to me that these kids did not want to come to Miami. Like yeah. these kids were crying, throwing for you tell her, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like if anybody knows, like if you're from New York. First of all, I'm going to tell you this. As you get older, you're going to want to leave New York. Just just know. But yeah. if you live in New York, you really don't want to move anywhere else because all you know is New York. All you know is taking a bus. All you know is taking a train, walking down to the deli. You know, that's mm-hmm. all you know. So for me to move all the way to Florida. That's crazy. Florida? You're talking about I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in New York. I'm living my life. I'm good. Like, I'm about to go to high school with my friends. And now I got to move to Florida. Florida? Like, I'm talking like, this is a whole different world. Like, I moved over here. Their lingo is completely different. Do you know what a green is? Green is lingo today. You got to go. What, green? You mad green. Green? You got to go. Jit? Yo, Jit. Yo, Jit. Yo, Jit. You know what a, yo, do you hear this lingo? Like, this lingo, I, had to, I came over here, and I didn't even speak for the first month, because I was just listening to what everybody was saying, how they spoke, the things they spoke about. It was completely different lost. world. I would hate I to, I don't even know what that feels like. Like, that must be crazy. It, it was. But you had your twin. I Don't did. Don't forget. He has a twin I sister, did. Shout guys. Out, shout out to her. If you guys go this. see her on the podcast. The one whole day. Fam, one but. day. One day. We eventually want to, you know, get all of them involved. But one day you'll see her. But we moved over here. And at first, we didn't want to come. But, you know, fast forward, you know, we ended up moving. It was the best decision we ever made. Thank you, mommy. And, you know, the first year was a very big adjustment period. You know, we, first of all, we're living out of, like, bags and stuff because... Our apartment was getting renovated. We moved over here, first of all, with basically nothing because my mom put everything inside of the car and said, let's go. And not only did she not tell us, we ended up, we were in DR and then <laughs> we ended up, over, we, we went to DR, we went from New York to DR for the summer and then our returning flight from DR was What's to Florida. <laughs> What's to Florida? I mean, my dad already lived here, so I had came here like for a few summers, but 
I came over here. I mean, I went to the yard, came over here, and I just showed up to the house. And my mom is like, this is your house. First of all, keep in mind, the house is getting renovated. Dust everywhere. Our room, we couldn't even find our clothes. We didn't even get to decide what we brought. So we were living out of big trash bags. Honestly, and it's crazy because I want to just, if you guys are from Miami, mind you, from New York, I'm from Miami, I love my city. But if you guys are from Miami, there is a multitude of cultures here. Like, there there's is. different houses everywhere. And the pop. area that Alex's mom decides to move to out of home Miami, mind you, his dad lived in Doral. Yeah, my his dad, dad lived in Kendall. in Kendall. He lived all the way far. Like, like nowhere over near. There. Nowhere the, near. Yo, I went, if you guys are from Miami, we're for crop kids. We went to Iowa State. We went to Michael Crop Senior High School. Like, for you to come to Miami and go there, like, excuse me, like, that has Actually, to be Actually, my zone school was supposed to be North Miami Beach, but my mama didn't want me going there because she knew how bad the school was. And we'll get into the school systems in Miami, she, but my mom didn't want me going there either, fun fact. So I'm from, when if you talk about where I'm from in Miami, I'm from North Miami. If you know, that's the hood of the hood of Miami. We do not come from money. We do not come from mansions, baby. We do not come from water view to the beach, bitch. There was no water view in my house at all. Like The only was, water view you get in is if you drive to the beach. Oh, exactly. It's called North you Miami have... Beach, but the beach not really. No, there. you're you live in North Miami. Your, your family moved to North Miami Beach. I'm from North Miami. Oh, she's from like the north part. Like it's actually North more Miami. North. More Don't play north. with me. I'm not from North Miami Beach because they got money, a little bit of money over there. I'm from North Miami, baby. You know, it was not the safest environment ever. Like right by Biscuit. Like not good at all, and not safe at yeah, all. Yeah, I was farther up north. I remember when she took me for the first time. I was like, Yo, you. I was so here? embarrassed. You lived in a house. Actually, can we, th- we gonna get to this in another podcast episode, but can I, can I, I just want to talk about how being broke in Florida means that you still live in a house. You could live in a house or an apartment. You still live in a house. Yeah. I know a lot of people that live in a house and They're say broke. that they come from nothing. I come from, I dead ass did not have nothing. Like I didn't in New have York, shoes. In New York, you live 20 people to one apartment. And you know, it's crazy because so. the schools that I went to were schools of money. And it was just because yeah. my mom put me in those schools because she did not want me to be a product of my environment, right? Shout because, out Mama Jay. Shout out Mama Jay. You know, she did not want me to be a product of my environment. She saw I had older cousins and she saw how the system fucked them up, yep. right? And so the shit she, that happened to them. Exactly. So she didn't out. want the system to fuck me up, right? So she put me in these better schools. But believe it or not, like, you get so much shit being in these better schools because... No, everybody has money. So you're coming in with the same shoes every day, the same fucking twinkle toes. And when toes. I tell you people in Miami got money, they got money. They got money. Like, we talking about money. Like, I ain't never seen money until no. I moved over here. No. Everybody like, here got money. It's, like, it's crazy. So you're going to these schools and you have, like, when I tell you, like, I'm walking in school and I'm on my twinkle toes. If you know what twinkle toes are, you know, there's a never, Skechers baby, outlet. We got to get back to how we met. So I'm going to let you I know, in, I know. But we got to get back there's to how There's a we Skechers met. outlet off North Miami, off my house, off that exit. That's where I got all my shoes from. And I had one pair for the whole school year. And you know them yep. Skechers twinkle toes. Now they revamped. But First of all, day, Skechers now is expensive. Everybody, yo, Crocs, yo, Skechers, all these brands. Back in the Y'all day, playing with people. Put your prices back to come normal, Come on, please. back in the day, like, they were worth, like, 15 bucks at the outlet 15 store. 15 bucks. I so remember. So, I would go with my same blue shoes. You know, like, I had no money, so I'm going to school in my same, like, outfits. Like, I, like, it was just crazy. And people bullied me all the freaking time, which we'll get to that eventually. But it's something where, like, if you go to a better school, everyone's dressed so nice that if you are dressed yep. bad, people are going to notice. People are going to say things like, 
Excuse me, because bitch. Because the brand names here, you know, like, you come over here. First they have of all, Jordans. I moved over here. They got Jordans. First of all, people here got designer in, in middle school. No polo people assist, here, babe. People here got designer in middle school. Like, yes. people, my ninth grade year, I showed Gucci up. Belts. And I seen people with MCM bags. I seen people yeah. with Louis Vuitton bags. I seen people with Gucci pants. I seen people with, you know, everything. All this money everywhere. And... And I'm I had Ross in, Fitz. I'm coming in with my first pair of Jordans that I've had, had in my life. I had Ross Fitz, Goodwill Fitz, and it's crazy because people know that. You understand? Yeah, me? They like do. People, when they see your book bag, they know where you got your book bag from. I used to have the one with a bunch of colors on it that you get at Ross that they always drop because they were old. People were going with brand new Jan Sports, um, Spray Grounds. Like, yeah, Spray Grounds was a thing my freshman year. If you do not have money, people are going to know. So you better pretend like you do so you can survive and high the, school. the crazy part is, is that 90% of the time in high school, most people was pretending that they had pretending money. Pretending that they had money, which yep. sucked because they were putting their parents through all these bills just to keep up. Like, if you're going Literally. home and you're telling your kid, like, mom, they got a Gucci belt. I need a Gucci belt. And your mom saves her last paycheck to buy you her Gucci belt. Like, I was like, fuck it. I'd rather fucking wear a cheap little dollar store belt, the rainbow one that everybody was having. I'd rather wear that. But somehow, someway, we ended up crossing paths. So... We ended up crossing paths when we first crossed paths. He had a girlfriend. I had a yeah, I had a girlfriend. But it was nothing like that. Okay, I'm no, not a man nothing, stealer. Was, no, it was nothing like that at all. This was like a all. year apart. The first time I laid like, my eyes on you, you had a girlfriend. And it wasn't like I laid my eyes on him and I was like, that's cute. They was in their little corner doing their little couple stuff. And I actually looked at them very stink because I hated couples that would do couple shit in the hallway. Because I was a false. single hating bitch, you know. False. False what? Where where did I go? Because on? you 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 didn't even like look at me stink. I, I swear didn't? to God, you did it. You yeah, did I did it. it. You did it. How it I was like that every show. single time you crossed by, you always was smiling. And I know you, you might, if you sit up here and say you wasn't, you lying. Because it was, I would see you every single time. Every single time I would see you, when I first saw you was when you was coming out of gym. You're right. Because y'all had gym together. You're right. And I remember I saw you, but it was nothing crazy. It, it was, was just, nothing it like was that. Just, it was just, it's crazy because... It w- that was really the only moment that we interacted. And it and was then very when me and her, When me and her broke up, me and Jessica, I didn't see Jessica speak to Jessica. For like look, a year. Like, we didn't even like interact for like or anything year. for like a year. I saw, and like the interaction we're talking about, I saw him for a second. Like, like I'm talking like, like it was like a glance. It was like a, it was like a glance and then laughing. Yeah, and, and that's, that's it. it. That and that's it. And it. it was never like that. So it was a very weird situation because it was somewhere where I saw him. I noticed him. But then obviously I saw he had a girlfriend. So I was like, I'm not going to get into that. So a year goes by. They break up. It whatever. Like a year and a half. A year and a half goes by. I do not see this. While they're dating, I did not see him. I only saw him that one time. Right? So a year and a half goes by. The end of my junior year to be I back. did not see him. I did not see him. Notice him. And no. remember, in a year in high school, people look completely different. No, no, you come back from the summer and somebody got a full-grown beard. And that's what happened to Mr. Alexander Boothane. He, When I first saw him, he had a little baby face, no beard. And then he comes back and, and he I got, got chair hair. I come back with chair hair. I'm t- I didn't have a beard. I had chair hair. But it's okay. Something, you know, it was, it was progress at the end of the day. It was progress. So, if y'all don't know, Jessica did not like boys. Not that she... You know what I mean? Jessica was against boys, against relationships. Yeah, she was. Listen, my house situation was really bad. So, I wasn't really... And we'll get into that in this podcast. We'll talk about, like, my come-ups we and stuff. We will try and kind of fit everything. Just know that it's the first episode. I know. And we have so many things to say Cover. that it's going to be very, very hard for us to try and get through it in a way that it's kind of like an order because... Since we are two people that have so many ideas, so many things we got to say, this shit going to be all over the place. Exactly. In the beginning. So it's something where, like, I saw him, he saw me, you know what I mean? Mm, 
And, you know, yeah. No, yeah, but so I was it, was not, just, it was nothing crazy. I was not looking for a boyfriend. I was trying to get myself right at home. Like, I was going to school because I had to go to school, and then I was at home. Like, I was focused on the bad shit that was happening in my life, too depressed to even worry about a boy. I was like, I do not need the stress of a boyfriend. Like, I was on my single shit. So, and then what happened? Alexander, one day... Yeah, Alexander. And be honest. So this is what happened. And I'm going to be completely honest. I swear I'm not going to lie. Like, there's no reason for me to sit up here and try and fake flex. Okay. Like, I walked up to you and said, give me your number. And I walked away and you gave it to me and you chased me. No, that's not what happened. Okay. So there was one day that I was in Mr. Bondarocco's class. Ah, it's funny because I literally remember <laughs> his name, Mr. Bondarocco. If you went to Crop High School, you know Mr. Bondarocco. Everybody took advantage of him and walked out. And yeah. I loved him. So I love Mr. Bondarocco because Mr. Bondarocco was Latino. Yes. And Mr. Bondarocco, the thing with him was is that he would have moments where he would kick people out of the class for no reason. <laughs> like if he didn't feel that day that every you teacher was, at crop. If you didn't if he didn't feel that day that you was given a full effort in class, he will kick you out. Yeah. So that day He was Latino. So that day Mr. Bondarocco felt like I wasn't giving my full effort because I was sleeping, sleeping. in class. <laughs> Because I was sleeping. sleeping. I got, yeah, I was, yo, I have pictures. So many people that I know have pictures of me sleeping sleeping. in class. Because all I did, it's crazy. I slept in class, but I used to pass everything. Everything. He was a genius. Um... Mr. Bondarocco decided to kick me out, and it was okay because I knew the people in CSI. I knew, I knew, you know, I had people in the office, so it was never really a problem. And I had theater, right? Yeah. Example A, I was a drama kid. I love theater acting. I We'll get into that too. But I was actually a big drama theater kid. So I was in drama, right? Go ahead. This is your uh, part. Go ahead. This so, is your part. I walk, so keep in mind, I got kicked out of the class. So I'm walking and I, I'm either going to CSI or I'm going to go see my, the teacher, my office A teacher in the class. I mean, in the office. Yeah. So I walk to CSI and the CSI room is right across from, from theater, the theater drama. room, right? It's right across from the theater room. And Jessica is outside by the door. No. Right? Yes, you were. You were. Baby, I didn't get the door for you because you were outside by the door. Oh, and outside I my class. Right, yes, right, you right, were, right. You were outside by the door, right? And I was walking by. And that day, I forgot why, but I just felt like I, I just, there'd be days where you just, yo, you look good, I'm going to go up to you. And that's so not that, like Literally, him. that's not, it's crazy because, that's not yo, like I him. promise you, anybody that knows me from high school knows I used to just keep my headphones on and walk. And most He's people, there. a lot of people knew me, but I didn't really like talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, he I really did He was very it. like to himself, very quiet. And that's what I liked about him. Something about a mystery in a person, I like. All like, right, baby, let's get back to the story. Get back to the anyways, story. Anyways, so I make eye contact with him, right? And it was like, that was the first step. I make eye contact again, that like deep eye contact and he walks past then I think like an hour goes by nah, and then I no, walk out the door. No. Yo, story is always all yo every single time that oh my anybody, god everybody that has ever heard Jessica's side of the story of how we met always knows that she always okay, invested. Go. So I went up to her and I was like You held the door. Baby I held the door because you were at the door. Okay. He held <laughs> he opened, I held the door he opened because the she door was at for the me. door. Yes because she was at the door. So I went open the, the door, door for me. I went open the door and I said excuse me is your Jessica. name Jessica. No. He knew my name. Remember, I said, yo, is your name Jessica? That Even was the start already, of him screaming it, Jessica. It's funny because I already knew her name, but I just said, excuse me, is your name Jessica? I said, yes, that's my name. And, and then I said, I said, you look very beautiful today. Can I get your number? Yeah. And then she said, no, not imagine. Nah. She, she was like, <laughs> she was like, she was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I really like the fact that he, compl- I, I, it was something where it was like very like, 
it, I didn't feel attacked. If you're a girl, you know, like and you know what? Wait, 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 babe. Before you say this, I just want to say, just know when I want to ask for her number, it's not even like I was like, oh, this girl gonna be, you know, my future wife or whatever. It was really something that was just like this is why I say everything's meant to be. It was something that was just in the moment it happened. Yeah, it was something that he felt right. Literally, he felt like I gotta get this girl's number, and he got it. It was nothing like she it was, was just a feeling. Good. Whatever. So, you can make me blush out this pocket. You better she stop. She was making good. I mean, she was looking good. So, I, if you're a female, you know, I hate when men cat call me. I hate when men go, hey, yo, ma, you oh, look yeah. good. Oh, oh you look yeah. good. Yo, yo, yo ma. And, and if you're yo, from Miami, ma. if you're from Miami, they be like, what's up with you, Jit? Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, what's the up way, with you, yo, the way that they cat call girls here is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I thought New York was bad, but you know what it is to tell a girl... Yo, Jit. Yo, what's up? Jit, yo, Jit. Come here, Jit. Yo, that's... First of all, can we please stop that? Yes, it's disgusting. No girl's gonna want to talk to you like that. And it was nasty. Alexander had, like, a smooth way. He was just like, you look very beautiful today. And he he had very pauses in the way he said it. Like, I remember, like, he was like, you look beautiful today. Because I I never forgot that moment. Like, I've never was spoken to like that. I never forgot that moment either. Where you then looked at me in my face and you were like, yo, you look beautiful today. Okay, guys. So now there's when she starts getting interested. So I gave him the number, right? Yeah, she gave me the number. And then my friend was coming and I don't like people knowing like who I'm First talking to. I was going to say, but just know the whole time that I'm talking to Jessica, she's looking, she's looking to the side. I'm looking to the side. The whole time that I'm talking to Jessica, she's looking to the side. My ride was my friend. Yeah. So I'm waiting for my friend to pop out that corner, but I don't like people in my business. At the end of the day, it's high school. So if people Everybody know talks. you giving somebody a number, they're going to talk and yeah. I don't like the drama. Okay. Like Jessica, high school, you got to survive. You know what I mean? I was just surviving high school. Like we'll get into surviving high school. Surviving high school is going to be his own it's episode. Old episode. It, that's just going to be his own episode. And that shit is going to be crazy because insane. We we're going to really help I, you out. Yes, because, listen, there's a lot of stuff that I wish I knew. So I'm looking to the corner. I'm giving him my number really fast. And then she comes in the corner, and I just walk away from him. Yo, I, she did, I gave walked, him my She gave me the number and, and, and walked back, away. And I'm and walked like, away, and we didn't speak. At all. We at didn't all. even speak. It I mean, just, I look back. It's funny because I look back at her the And whole I looked time. back at him the yeah, whole time. I the was whole, staring at I him. I looked back at I, her. It was like a this. Look back at it. And I yeah. watched him. And he did the little... Don't do that yeah. little eyebrow thing. So, so, yeah. So, I went, gave her the number. And then, in the beginning, Jessica really dubbed me. Like, I yeah. swear, like, in the beginning, when we first started talking, she really... Like, it was something where it was like... I was interested, so I'm texting her. And, like, clearly... I'm not answering. I'm texting her, and she's not interested. I'm not interested. And you can tell when it's not interested when the conversation isn't flowing. When you gotta force a conversation, yo, anybody in here, if you gotta force a conversation, don't speak to that person. I also felt like... I'm a very, I'm a person where like things bother me a lot, right? Because my house situation isn't very good. So you're already on edge. So like I I can't even use my phone when I got home. Like I'm getting screamed at at home. So like I, I don't want to open a text and it's a boy and I'm entertaining him, right? Yeah. Like that's the last thing you want when you're getting screamed at. Unless it's Alexander. Okay, baby. So I really wasn't like the only person I would talk to was my friends. Like I would go on FaceTime and vent them about what's happening in my house. So I just didn't text them. Like I was just not into it. And I would be caught dead texting a boy. Like, no. So my house was very much like that. And on top of that, like I boys, when they're texting you, they start hugging you at school. And I was like, I don't need this man thinking he could just come up to me and give me a hug and be like, where my hug at? Where no. my hug at? No. Where my hug at? No, like I'm already getting eaten up in this high school. I don't need to be swallowed whole in this and high school. And the other part is, is that me, I'm a year older. Keep in mind, I'm a year older than Jessica. She's already a problem. I'm a year older than Jessica. 
So mixing grades is yeah. is, is fighting words. Especially in high especially in the high school that we went to because yeah. everybody all the grades like it's kind of weird because actually it wasn't even all the grades. My class and her class was low key like they low key knew each other a lot. Yes, it they was a did. very put together class. So if you're getting bullied at your class, you won't get bullied by the class above. Yeah, okay? and by the class like in the class under like they're low key. Our classes were low we're key like, like connected. Like yeah. they came up together. Most of the kids grew up together. Yes, so they all knew each other. So, me and Jessica... But me, he was the new kid. So, like, I already knew everybody in his class. And everybody in his class was disgusting. I wouldn't even talk to them. But since he was new, it was a face I've never seen before. Right? I was, like, the mystery boy. In a yeah. Way. He was just to himself. And yeah. I was just like, why are you to yourself? Like, So, in the beginning, I'm texting Jessica, you know, whatever. We texting. It's funny because we was texting and... We didn't even text on a phone. We ended up texting on, on Snapchat. Because it deletes after 24 yeah, hours, so right? so we texted on Snapchat, and the conversation was mad dry. Like, I'll text her. I'll be like, good morning. Like, you know, you feel me? Like, like good morning. Act, good morning, beautiful, like, active. And I would good be morning, like, GM. Nothing. Like, not even. She wouldn't, <laughs> even, say, she wouldn't even say good morning. So open. it got to a point where I said, I right, like, clearly. Like, fuck you. I was like, clearly, like, she clearly don't want it. Like, this conversation not going anywhere. We not going anywhere. So I said, I right, fuck it. Like, respectfully, like. Fuck it, like, I'm going to move on. Like, I'm in high school. Think about it. You think I'm going to get upset because a girl, girl, a girl wasn't interested in me? No, you move on. You move on. So I move on with my life. Like, I'm talking, like, move on to the point where we six months. It's like six months six apart. Six months apart. We're talking. No, it was literally like six months. It was months, like it six was months. December. We didn't talk. It was like December that we, we started. We did not talk. It was like September and then it was like December. We didn't speak to so like December. You, six months or went like by August, August and to December. I gave no Fs, right? We just didn't talk. It was just another We just guy. had each other on Snapchat. So we would That's see each other That's it. So stories. we would see stories. That was it. That was it like and I would see him in the hallways and he would look at me and like try to get my attention like you would look at me and be like hi because you know we still knew each nah, other nah baby I, yes. ain't gonna lie. I don't even think I saw you I don't even think like we really interacted I think we just dubbed each other like it, no it really it really got to the point where I, it's not even like I was avoiding her it's just like I just wasn't like in high school especially our high school it was kind of so big to the point where there would be most of the time you really you wouldn't even see some people yeah you had to text to meet up yeah and I didn't, I didn't see her. She, I'm pretty sure even if she did see me, it's not even like she was going to so, speak to me. So there's a story where this, how we interact, right? So six months we go without talking. And I don't know if I told you this, but Shy, there was a girl you? in my class. Oh. And she was I like. talk about something else. No, no, no. I'm going to get to that. But there was a girl in my class and she was like, I remember you told me you got so-and-so's number. What happened with so-and-so? And I was like, I don't even talk to so-and-so. I was like, it was nothing. I dismissed it. And she was like, I don't know. I'd reconsider that. I think he would match your personality. This girl told me that. And I don't Who know. Who said that? It was you the girl, the it was the girl that was dating your story. friend. The, the short one. I was friends with her and she was in my grade. I don't know. We ain't going to say names. We ain't going to say names. You tell me later. I don't I'll know who it is. I'll tell you later. I, don't, I never really told him this part. But she said that to me. And that was always in the back of my head where she was like, you, you, your personalities would match. Because my problem was in high school, everyone would say, I'm too much. Jessica was the loud girl yeah. in class. She was the loud, you know. The, the class clown. I wouldn't even, it was more than a class clown. She was just like the loud girl. I was Pro- just the outcast. The, the girl, not even the outcast. Yes, she would be I was. the girl that probably was everybody the black would sheep. say. The teacher's pet, you know, this, this, and that. But she was like the girl that every girl just didn't have the confidence to be her in a way. That's oh, kind of the best way to put it. That's going to make me cry. You but continue, 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 continue. But I just wasn't liked in high school. So 
for a girl to tell me that that person would match my personality, it stayed in the back of my head. And I could text her. Like, I still follow her. You know, we still in contact. But she said that to me. And it stayed in the back of my head because one thing that everybody always said to me was that I'm too much. Like, it takes a certain person to date me or it takes it's a crazy, certain person to be my friend. People still say this, exactly. And so then funny. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time on you. You do not deserve for someone to talk about you in that way. Like, Fox. you des- like if, if they're going to talk to you like that, don't they don't matter your friendship. Fuck them. Move the fuck on because there's someone out there for you. But she said that to me. And then I was like, let me look at his snap because we go on winter break. All right, guys. So we back. There's another little intermission. I'm sorry, but like anybody that is looking at this or hearing this on on audio and not watching this on YouTube, because guys, if you don't know, you can watch yeah, the podcast video. on YouTube. Alex and Jessica. But I'll watch it. We having a little bit of intermissions. We're going to get used to this and we're going to get used to everything. And there won't be any pauses. I promise. Give us a, a little while to kind of figure everything out. So like I was saying, we went on winter break. And I go on his Snapchat, and I see that my beautiful man is in Dominican Republic. I was going to say that. You're in I Santiago. Was in I was in the I, He had the Santiago snap, and I was like, oh, hold on, because my dream man was Dominican. So I was like, so you telling me he Dominican? And then what happens, baby? What happens? Yeah, so. I swipe people, up. By the way, most people didn't even think that. I was Dominican in no, school because I did not think they just didn't know. Because no. to the naked eye, I would have looked black. I had on a do-rag. Well, I wore a do-rag. Are. I had waves. And they would have just thought that I was black. Not that I was Spanish because... Where we are in Miami, it wasn't a lot of Hispanics. It wasn't right? a lot of Dominicans. It wasn't a lot of Dominicans. It wasn't a lot of... A lot I was probably of like the only Dominican. Like out of Dominicans in the school squad, there was only probably like three or four. Like three or four. You could tell because they yeah, look Dominican, right? But because of his friends and stuff like that, I just didn't expect him to be Dominican. But that had anything to do with it. I just, it was just like a coincidence, dinky, dinky. So I swipe up on the Santiago Snapchat. She, she didn't swipe up. She, so God, she did not swipe up. On I no didn't Santiago swipe Snapchat. up. So shout out, I the reason do. why I said shout out A Buggy is because <laughs> the reason why I said shout out A Buggy was because I had posted this. It was kind of like a snippet. Of a leaked song what or something. What song was it? It was like it was like a leaked song or something, and I had posted <laughs> it, and it was like an a boogie thing, and she swipes up and she said, "Can you send me this?" <laughs> I could screen record she this. She said, "Can you send me this?" And I, I said, said, "I said my screen recorded was broken." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, I can send it to you." And then from there, we just started talking. Literally, I swear, I promise you, <laughs> it you all know started with an a boogie thing. I wanted to talk to you. Nah, I really thought that you just wanted the screen recording of the A Boogie. Oh my God, you see, girls, boys are stupid. I promise you, I did not know. I'm talking like we didn't speak for like six months and she shows up and says, Can I, first of all, I should not even have sent you that shit. (sighs) Yo, by the way, you got lucky that I'm a nice person because if. I was to be where I, I was not. Hi, I would not hi. have sent you that. She I didn't, didn't even say, say hi. I said, can you send you? me this? How was your day? What you ate today? She literally said, can my, my recording broken. Can you send, send me, me this? this? Yo. And then after he sent it to me, I said, how are you? Or something like that. I said, like, what's up with you? Or something like that. And he started telling me about DR. And then I think we FaceTimed that same night. No, nah, we when did you not. Were in DR. No, we did not, baby. We didn't FaceTime until we didn't really start talking, talking until I got back to the States. Because in DR, it was very, like, I really wasn't, like, it's not even like it was serious. Yeah. It, it was just really talking back and forth. It was really serious for, like, another probably, like, month and a half. 
Yeah. And uh, when it got serious, I mean, like, we were talking every single day. Yeah. Like, going to sleep on FaceTime. Like, he was here. Mom was screaming in the background. He was hearing everything. So, like, it was like... And nobody knew for a while, I feel like. like nobody knew. knew. Like, honestly, nobody in school knew. I would say for, like... It was months. And like, I'm talking months. You on, tried months to kiss months. me one day in school in no. front of, yes, remember? You tried to kiss me in school one day in front of everybody. And I was like, sir, I do not need to get bullied. Wow, you, first of all, you skipped ahead. Whoa. I did? Yes, you did. You skipped ahead from a lot. So when me and Jessica first started talking, it was a very big, um, I would say, learning curve because we had to learn. Like, it took us a lot to learn about each other as people. Yeah. One thing I'm going to tell you is, is when you are seriously talking to somebody, don't rush it and don't, you know, hop into a relationship. Take your time to without get to know somebody. People. Me and her, you know, we were really talking for a while yeah. before it really, really got serious. And till this day, I never even officially asked her out. <laughs> until this we'll day, get I, to never, that. I never even officially asked her so, out because it was just conversation. No, because he's Dominican. No, Listen to me. Not. This man. It's because she no, was mine from the moment that it got serious. She became my girl. Like Yo, she became my girl. Like you was my. You knew you was my girl from like, the moment that it got really, really serious, and we both were exclusive to each other, and we both knew that. It that's come on. That's how he would talk to me. He would be like, "You're my girlfriend," and I'd be like, "Sir, I yeah, am not your girlfriend." Yeah. Once it got to a point, I told her, I said, "Like you're my, you're my girl. Like you're my girl." Like, and he would go and he would be like, "That's my girlfriend," and I'd be like, "Sir, because he's Dominican. Dominican men do that." So he was over there claiming, and you know, I liked it. So I was just like, okay, boo, whatever. I'll be your little girlfriend. And he had to, like, make one of my other little boyfriends run away, too, at the time. Because they would come up to him and be like, so wait, that's really your girlfriend? He was like, yeah. And if you got a problem with it, you could step. And they would step. That was a lot of them. <laughs> but we had went, and the moment that it really, 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 like, really became serious was your birthday. My birthday. Your birthday of that year. So mm-hmm. I think you turned Of 2018, what, I turned 16. 16? Yeah. So that birthday is what I will... Me and Jessica consider that our, our first... date. Like, our, our first anniversary. official anniversary date. Because that was really the day that kind of, like... Everything kind of got solidified. And listen to me. On my birthday, the shit he got put through, yeah. I was like, you can't leave me now. You know too much. We I, went through a lot from the beginning. So I think yeah. that's what really made us so strong. But, like, we went through a lot. We went through a lot in the beginning. And it wasn't even problems with me and him. Like It was every, everybody It was else. everybody. Like, I was getting bullied in school. His was, family didn't like me. My family didn't like him. Yeah. We're past this now. We're pa- yeah, we're past we this are now. Gucci. We past this now. But in the beginning, there was a lot of problems. There a lot was of a, problems. Lot, a lot of issues. And we were good. Like, in our relationship, like, we were happy. It was just the Everything. world. It was all the was noise crashing, outside, like, all the noise outside and like around us and with the people around us. It did make it a lot, but at the end of the day, we always knew other, that we had each through. other and we knew that me and her were meant to be together for the rest of our lives. I so you. we kind of just went from there and yeah. And, and you we, know what? We here now. And let me tell you something. Alex did a lot to me. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm going to get a little emotional, but Alex had this thing where... Alex is a Leo man. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but he is a very she confident. You're going to hear a lot of zodiac signs <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of, you know, moons and this, this, and that. He is a ready. very confident man. Like, I admire that about him. Like, you do not need to tell Alex he looks good. He knows he fucking looks good. You feel me? And hey, I. Good. Huh? You, you look very, very good today, too. You look good, baby. Shout out. Shout out, Kim. 
skims. But he's somebody that was very confident. And I really admired that because I feel like a lot of boys this age are very insecure. And you guys learn a lot from Alexander because... But it was... It, I, Jessica's mainly saying that a lot of boys were insecure because Jessica, the best way to put it is she's a very strong... Yes. A very strong figure and a very strong... Woman. Like, very strong. She has a very strong voice yeah. and a very strong attitude. So most guys ain't really going to want to... I wouldn't even say put up with that, but won't even be able to... To, to deal, deal with, it, with it. To deal with it and know how to handle it correctly. Respectfully, so, like, people... And what I mean by insecure is, like, I'm not going to have no man tell me what to wear. Facts. I'm not going to have no man tell me what to put on my face. Facts. I'm not going to have no man tell me how to feel and how to look because I love myself first. I come first. My How I feel about myself is what comes first. And Alex was the first person to be like, that's what you're going to wear? I thought you was going to wear a miniskirt. Let's go. And I was like, whoa. Yes, because... When me and Jessica first met, we gonna go get get back to the birthday thing. Yeah. When me and Jessica first met, it was um we were two. First of all, we were children. We were both sixteen, Kids. seventeen years old, and which we were is still, hard. Still finding out about life and still growing Learning. as people. Puberty. And Jessica was still. If you guys have seen pictures of Jessica, she was still developing. Let's yes. just say that <laughs> she was still developing, just like most kids are at that age, sixteen, seventeen years old. Just know if you're in high school, you're not going to look like that for the rest of your life. Yes. You're going to, I'm telling you, most people don't even look how they're supposed to look until they graduate high school. Yeah. When I met Alex, I had a very strong eating disorder, very strong depression, anxiety. I was going through a lot. Yeah, she, she We was, both were. The confidence like, was there, but the confidence wasn't there. Wasn't there at the way. same time. Like, it was the best way to put it. Uh, the best way to put it is I was a bad bitch, but I was a faking bad bitch. Yeah, she, right? was, she was a bad bitch that had the bad bitch image, but not the bad bitch But not bitch the bad confidence. bitch mentality. Yes, Now, confidence. I've always told y'all, being a bad bitch is a mentality. If yeah. you want to be a bad... You can look however you want to look. Being a bad bitch is a mentality because you could only fake it for so long. And at that age, I was faking it till I made it, right? She was. She was faking it real good, too. And when I got to the point where I was like, Jessica, you are killing yourself on the inside. You are killing your image. Like, I was going home weighing 90 pounds, grabbing my stomach and saying, you are disgusting. How dare I do that to myself? And now I'm at a point where I love myself so much. Much I love every single inch of me. me. Too. I love every that single inch of you too. No one could tell me different. And when you get to that point, you realize you're a bad bitch now. And that's why I try to put that image out to you guys. Because I know what it feels like to completely degrade yourself and feel like you're bottom of bottom. And sometimes our families can make us feel that way too because we're going through so much that we feel like we're not worth anything. But you are worth so much more. Like, if someone didn't tell you that today, like, we love you. We, we believe in you. We love you. We, we think believe you're in beautiful. You. We think you're beautiful. Listen You're to amazing. Me. You're smart. If somebody ain't tell you today, then we gonna tell you. Because that's all you need. You just need someone to be like, listen, like, I'm here for you. And I'm that's proud what, of you. I'm proud of Facts. you. And like, that's what we want to be for you. a couple of words. So I was definitely the bottom of the barrier, the dirt of the bottom, feeling like complete shit. And everyone around me just made me feel like complete shit. And Alex was very positive all the freaking time. And I was so positive towards him. And it was like, how am I telling you to be this way? And I'm not taking my own advice, right? So... 
it was definitely a rough patch. But then again, you're developing. You're still a kid. And we I were literally like, 16, 17 years old in high school. Like, come and on. we didn't have figures. Like, now I feel like teenagers have so much figures to look up to. Our relationship definitely was a journey because it was kid shit. Literally and that's hard in a relationship when, like, your family knows your girlfriend from when you guys are kids. Because the girlfriend that I was when I was a kid is not the girlfriend that I am now. The boyfriend that he was when we were kids is not the boyfriend he is now because you develop, you grow, you and get you're maturity. A child, you're- you're in high school at the end of the day. You're yeah. kids. You're in high school. Even though most kids at the time, like, I probably thought I was an adult. Exactly. You think in you're grown, school, but you're not grown. You think you're grown, but you're not really grown. And and his family was around our age. Like, his twin sister literally. went to his school. Went to our school. Was his twin sister. And at the end of the day, she has to battle accepting a new girl in. And it was a whole thing at school. And she's at school with us. So it was just beef left and right. Problems left and right. We were, Remember, I would sneak out to just talk to you. Literally. Because, like, we wouldn't know how the day would end. Because he would go home. And his family was arguing over me. I would go home. My family's arguing over him. So we would have to sneak out to be able to tell each other what happened because we had no phone to talk to each other. So, back, back to the birthday. So, yeah, we kind of went through that for the first, like, I would say ha- the whole half year before I graduated. That's kind of yes. what happened. When he graduated, it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Because Maybe I... we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Yeah. When he so, graduated, it was the best thing when, ever. When it was Jessica's birthday, Jessica's birthday was a very big thing because that was the first time that I was, like, coming around, I guess, like, in a way. I yes. was coming around, like, the important people in her life, I guess you could say. My mom. Whoever whoever that is, but I was coming around people that normally, you know, it takes a long time before you meet those certain people. So, I get there, and first of all, that shit was... There's a <laughs> lot of memories from that night. A lot of memories from that night. I knew you was the one for me that night. Yeah, after the stuff that happened that night, it kind of solidified everything because a lot of the stuff that happened that night, it's not like... That's stuff that if your if your boyfriend goes through it, he either gonna leave you or stay with you. Yes. There's no in between. It was definitely that moment. And I remember telling my mom, like, hey, like I'm gonna bring someone really important to me home. And mind you, my mom's Latina. It's not even only her mom Latina. Her mom is her mom. Like my mom is her anybody mom. that knows her mom personally knows. My mom is a mom, strict yeah. Latina parent, the craziest of the par- parents. Like crazy. Like hardcore. So I was saying that he was my friend and my friends and were amiguito. coming over. I was not, first of all, I, I still thought that I was not Miguito. I, I we were not Miguito till we moved out. Yeah, I lost that title recently. He was my friend till we moved out. So I was telling her that my best friend was coming over, right? And um, I don't talk to my dad. I, if you guys always hear me say mom, it's because I have a single mother. I was raised by her a mom single is mother. My mom, and her dad. my mom is my mom and my dad, which is why I always have the relationship I have with her and I love her to death. But I do have a dad, but he is an alcoholic who got deported when I was really young, which we'll get into all of that stuff. But my mom wanted me to rekindle my relationship with him when I was 16. On her birthday. On my birthday. On her birthday so of all I time. I hadn't talked to this with, man. With a whole bunch of people. In like seven years, right? Maybe more. And she wanted to rekindle that relationship. She was like, listen, he's sober now. He's changed. And that wasn't my mom. So my mom just wanted me to have a figure yeah, in my she, life. It was just her. At the end of the day, she just wanted she a just child wanted to have a, a relationship, child to have relationship with her dad. With her dad. So, so who isn't even my dad? There, we'll get into nothing, that. There's nothing bad about it, though. There there's really isn't. There it. was no malicious intent in that. And at the end of the day, it was my, like, sweet 16. I didn't have a king set. So that was, like, my king set. I didn't have a king set because there was no one to invite, right? So... 
since this man had recently entered the country when I was 16, my mom wanted me to have that father and daughter dance. Like she wanted me to have that experience. So she was like, let's just invite him to this. And it was nothing crazy. It was a cake at my house. Nothing crazy. And cake and a couple tables a in the couple backyard. A couple tables in the backyard. Like, it was That's nothing crazy. Was. I had a regular oh, Macy's. A bounce house. Yeah, I got a bounce house because, you know me, I'm extra. I'm an extra ass We've bitch. Had a I was still house. Jessica, baby. We had a bounce house every single Every year, single year. Though. I'm still Jessica, baby. Yeah. You know, my personality below going to be the uh, period. But it was something where it was that, it was so small. Like, it was nothing expensive or crazy. I had a Macy's dress. My dress was literally from Macy's, um, the Clarence aisle. So... Shout out Macy's. I invited Alex over as my best friend, and then I remember when you first pulled up too. I saw you through the window, and I, I was freaking the yeah, fuck I remember I pulled out. up in an Uber, and Jessica's house was very. It, the area was very confusing because I've I live in Florida, but I it's not like I explored. It's not like yeah. I had a car. I was driving around. I knew the streets. So you only knew where you were. Where you were yeah, living. literally, I only knew where I went to school and where I live. Yeah. So the Uber takes me, and she has to come outside to come get me because I didn't know where it was. And then I see that the party, like, you can kind of see the party in the backyard. You can kind of tell the music. So I just walk in, walk to the back, sit down. And then that was when Jessica started looking through the window. Mm-hmm. I, I remember saw I, I saw her because she was inside. It was her and her I friends. cared so much. Her and her friends inside. They were um, looking through the window or whatever. And then um, you didn't come outside. No. One of her friends come outside and she's like, "Oh, Jessica's gonna come outside in a little bit." Or I was getting ready, you know, doing my hair. She's like, Jessica's gonna come outside in a little bit. Um, just stand outside. She says she's happy you're here, and that whatever. He walks back inside, and the night. First of all, I was sitting down at the table with a whole bunch of kids that were younger than me. Yes, because they were my friends, right? Which I'm not friends with any of them till this day, but whatever. That's a later story. But they were my friends. (laughs) They were my friends that he was sitting with. And I'm worried about this father figure that I've never seen in my life coming tonight that I know is an alcoholic and I don't even know how he's going to pull up. My mom promises me that he's sober, whatever. So when I come outside, we party for a little bit. We have our time. And this man comes drunk to my party. Drunk and high. And high. Because, buddy, yo, he walks in. When I'm talking no shame, he had the bottle in his hand. No shame. The man that I remembered as a kid is who pulled up. He walks in, and um, he was my father figure for, like, two years of my life, and that's it. And then he got deported. Um, He walks in drunk, and he looks at me, and he's like, Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños, mi hija linda. Feliz cumpleaños, mi hija tan bonita. And then he gives me a kiss in my cheek, and I was just like... Smelling like straight <laughs> alcohol and weed. And I remember the face. I remember the feeling. Everything just... Came. I wanted to throw up. I remember wanting to vomit. Because here's this guy that I'm inviting to my birthday party, thinking it's going to be, like, something fun, and showing him, like, what... I don't know you what know, the meeting hell. her mom, first of all, I didn't even know her dad. Like at all, like I, I didn't a, a mention this. Yes, I didn't mention this because I was like, he's gonna act normal, right? He's gonna act Literally. normal. So when he says hi to me, he falls on top of Alexander drunk. Yeah. So when he went to go say hi to Jessica, instead he, of saying hi to Jessica and hugging Jessica, he, he hugged me back. Yeah, he, he fell back and fell on top of me and landed on my lap and broke the chair. Yeah, so and, and broke the chair. I had to pick my drunk dad up from Alex's body. 
And I swear to you, I looked at him and I was like, listen, bro, if you want to get up and go, you can get up and go. Like, I understand, right? Because I was like, this is my life. And like, I'm sitting there laughing on the floor, first of all. Laughing on the floor because that, that was one of the funniest moments ever. I was so embarrassed. Like, I remember, like, I went to I went to my room and I cried. Like, I was, was so funny. So embarrassed because I was like, this is what, I, this is my, I literally told him, I was like, this is my life. Like, we're a fuck up over here. I deal with a lot of shit at home. And I was like, here it is. And then there was my mom screaming at him mid-party and then the police got called on because we had just moved into this neighborhood it was like that was my first week living at that house you didn't even know that that was my first week living at the house so i'm like oh we live somewhere nicer now we don't live in a dirty cockroach house no more so maybe i can show him that i live somewhere nice and yeah they kind of popo po because they were screaming the music was loud we was hearing bad bunny you know bad bunny be like and the people was not used to perreo, perreo, perreo. So they had, this was before, so they had walked up on there and, you know, yeah. And that's how the night ended. And Alexander stayed there throughout the whole night. He comforted me. He laughed. He said it was, it was funny. funny. It was funny. He hugged me. Um, all my other friends were judging me. They knew my life situation and they kind of were like, bitch, you did that to yourself because of yeah. him. You know what I mean? They was all like. Ooh, so that's what we meant when we said that's something that you either stay for and yeah. either pushes you away or you say that you're going to be there for the rest of your life. It's one of the two because that's a situation where that doesn't happen to everybody. Your drunk dad who you don't speak to falls on top of the boy that you're speaking to, drunk, high, and, and the chair breaks and he's on his lap and he's giggling, holding him, hugging him. So, yeah, that's something that you either stay for or it breaks you and you never speak to her ever again. Exactly. You block her number. You, you see her at school. You make fun of her. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the two. And I was already getting bullied at school, so I was like, great, they're going to go to school and they're going to say this. And which they did. They went to school and told everybody, but it wasn't yeah. him. And it he was me. someone that I could turn to and be like, he would be like, like yo, like, are you okay? Like, I was I laughing heard and, going and laughing at everything because at the end of the day, I come from, I'm a kid from New York, I'm from the Bronx, like my yeah. family, I'm a very family oriented person, so at the end of the day, stuff like that is normal to me, I've seen worse stuff happen, from the fucking that's Bronx. normal, like, yo, yo, dad felt that he's drunk, oh my goodness, okay, oh and my goodness, and then he, he that's makes it. matters like, worse, because when he falls, he picks me up, and he dances with me, and he steps all over my feet. Yeah, the he father ripped dance my dress. It wasn't even a father daughter dance. It was he a ripped disaster. my dress. He stepped on my feet. He fell. We had to pick him up. So yeah, it was a whole thing. My mom ended up apologizing, but I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I was just like, everybody can go home. I'm just gonna be. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so that day was really the big. I would say the big day for us. That's why it's so important to us because that was the day that we were like, damn, like we really in this. For real. But after after that happened. That was the end of my junior year. So then leading up, the summer of was the summer that we were together. And then it was my senior year. So then kind of to sum up my senior year, my senior year was very, very hectic. And it was something where I honestly, I always, me personally, I'm not saying I didn't like school. I just felt like school was a very big waste of time because of the simple fact that we were going to school from... 7 a.m. and it's not even like we were doing anything. So my senior year, I, a bunch of my a bunch of my time in my senior year was spent doing nothing, or literally doing nothing or playing baseball. Yeah. So it was mainly just me and her. Like no joke, my whole senior year was just me and her. Yeah. Like me and her Saturdays, every Saturday, Sunday, Friday, I would just go and pick her up because my senior year I actually got a car. So. 
I would just go pick her up. Oh, bitches hating me that for real. Oh, yeah. When I got, when I got my car and... They was like, I was girl, picking her up. Yeah. They was like, girl, what? Like, this broke bitch scored that? Oh, they was... Yeah, they so was having a field we day. We was picking her up. You know, there was a lot of problems. I'm trying not to get really into the details because we yeah. really want to save the the high the school details. episode for like the high school, high school episode. episode, where all we talk about is high school, how yeah. to survive high school, how we survived high school. Because when I tell you we survived high school, I mean we survived, we survived high, school. high school. Like, and there was something to survive. Like, oh, it's not even yeah. like we saying we survived high school because no, but you, know, you have to have your field. No, we survived it. Like, yeah. there was the stuff that happened to us and the stuff that we went through is stuff that every kid does not go through. And if you do, we gonna help you through. Yeah, it, if you we are, got if you. you did go through the things that we got, or if you're you going here. through the things that we already went through, we gonna help you. We Trust got you. Me. We got you. Trust here. me, we are. But me in school, I was a when I met Alex. I really he gave me he showed me a different world. And what I mean by Literally. that is I was in a regular class. And if you're in a regular class in Miami in a bat in like an okay school, you know that it's a very big difference between a regular class and a high like a high AP or honors class. And all I knew was regular classes because if you're a product of your environment, they gonna put your little Spanish ass in a regular class. Okay, first of all, don't say that because you. We're a very smart child. The thing with Jessica was, Jessica was around people that did not suit her very well. But they also never wanted to put me in class because my grades and scores were there. You exactly. know that. Exactly. You know but that. the thing was is that Jessica was not hanging around the people that she had to hang around. Exactly. So when my senior year was when Jessica decided to make the switch and she kind of... He kind of told me, like, listen... If you want to be, if you want to get out your house. Yes, if you want to leave, you got to go to college. You got to go, go to college. a good college. And you right? got to have your college paid and for because we not about that to That to me was foreign because although your mom tells you, all right, mama, yo quiero que tu vayas para la escuela. They don't give you the formula, right? They Literally. just say, mama, I find want you to be a doctor. You find, don't, a, way you to find a, doctor. a way to be a doctor. I'm telling you that I picked a career for you, but you figure out how you're going to do that, You though. figure it out. You figure out what you got to do to become the doctor. So you telling me that... However much money you're going to be in debt, it don't matter. This first gen, right, with immigrant parents that are running from freaking whatever, you telling me that I'm going to go to school and I'm going to be like, okay, mama, so I need to take AP honors and AP bio to become a doctor, right? No, I'm just doing what I have to do to get by. You're I don't literally know. just getting by. You're just getting literally by. Just getting by. Because you already getting by at home. So when you go into school, you just getting by. Like, I'm going to do what I have to do to get by. And it's not like in school you're being... And you're in like a bubble. Yes, literally. You're our in a school, bubble. The thing with our school was our school was very, very segregated. And yeah. I'm going to say that because it's the truth. Our school is very, very segregated. They're literally... And, and I'm going to tell you the truth. In our school... When you were at lunch, you were literally either on the black side or the white, or the white side. side. And there was no in between. There was no in between. There, you were either on the black side or the white side. That's literally and what And if we you were it. Latino, you were on the black side, right? Yes. Because yes. that's what you were. Like, minorities were dead-ass separated. Yes. Like, it was dead-ass hell. Like, if you think you're going to be caught dead walking past the white side, but if oh, the white side walk ca- gets caught dead passing by that, you get what I mean? Like, there were fighting turfs. Like, if you got yeah, over literally. here, like, what the what the like, are you doing literally here? they had there was two patios on each side yeah and the thing with the patios was is that one patios was where all the you know black hispanic kids like the kids that were in the it was just minorities classes. on one side and then literally minorities on one side and then the white kids on the other side and the, and literally it was like that you would say you're either on the black side or the white side when that's what it was jessica, called i would be like jessica where are you i'm on the white side because the thing was is that that's how it was known because that's how separated the school was yes and when i say separated is because 
most of the times, those white kids were all hanging out because they all were in the classes together. Exactly. The minorities that were hanging out with the white kids is because, because they, they were in the, were classes, in the together. classes together. Right? The same classes that we were brought up on. And a counselor will never. Now things are different. But, but then a counselor would never be like, hey, you should take this honors class. Right? It was something where it was like, you can't have it. Like it yeah. was not, it was not something you can go and achieve, yeah, right? You're Unless not, you're you not, knew how to fight for it. Yeah, you're not gonna go and ask for it because you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna fucking get and it. Even and even if you wanted to go ask for it, good luck, good you're freaking probably luck. Not even gonna have the ability to even go and fight. To for even, it they probably not even gonna let you walk past those office gates, yeah. baby boo. They're gonna be like, uh, 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 no. So that's how it was. But since Alex played baseball, he already had all these. White connections. The thing with me was since I played baseball, I knew everybody. I knew I knew everybody because most of the kids on the baseball team, there was a good mix of everybody on the baseball team. But Uh a lot of the kids on the baseball team were the kids that were taking you know these high honors, high P's. So you had the code. So I I knew all of these kids, and not only that, I was also taking honors classes myself and AP classes. I knew a lot of the kids already. Mm -hmm. And Jessica, the thing with Jessica was is that Jessica knew all the kids. She just didn't hang out with them because she was hanging out with her friends that yeah, she's been hanging out with. That I've been hanging out with since birth, right? Since elementary school. Because you go from elementary school to middle school to high school and you know everybody. Basically with the same kids. I found same that out kids. here. You basically go with all the same all kids. All the same kids. So he told me, he was like, listen, this is the code and you're going to have to do it to be able to leave your house. Because in my head, I'm like, fuck, like I'm going to have to get a job, go to Miami, date. And and nothing's wrong with that. But my goal was I didn't want to stay in my house because my house was toxic. And the thing with me is, is that I, I, it's not even like I wanted to leave because my house was toxic. I've always wanted to leave because I've always wanted to go away for college and kind of build my own path in life yeah. as soon as possible. Because my, my thing was is that I always knew that my way of finding my life and finding out my greater meaning in life was never going to be me sitting in my house. Agreed. So I knew that I wanted to go. And for me to go, she had to go. So we kind of both decided very, very early on that we were going to go to school together. Yeah. Like, by the time I see Not living came, together. That no, was, that was, it was just going to school yeah, together. Yeah, like going away to school together. So by the time my senior year came was her junior year. And if you guys know anything about school, junior year is your most important year of school. Yeah. So Jessica, as soon as she hit junior year that summer, she completely changed like her scenery, her friends, everybody that she hang around. Because I had to. And it wasn't, it wasn't nothing wrong. Like my friends were fine. It was just that they weren't the healthiest people for yes. me. Like I felt like we were in a toxic bubble. Like if you have to hide your accomplishments from your friends, you should not be friends They're with these people. Friends. They're not your friends. If your friends are laughing at your accomplishments and laughing at what you want to be in life, you need to pick better friends. You need yes. to drop it. Although it's going to fucking hurt, you need to take that step because they do not want what's best for you. Those are not your friends. They're not your friends. You don't need that. And yep. that's what I found out. And I was like, listen, I don't need that. I'm going to get right. And it wasn't that I made friends. I literally, with his baseball friends, we would hang out a little more. And then I got to meet people and they were like, hey, like, go talk to so-and-so. Like, these kids have connections because their parents have connections. So he was like, listen, go talk to so-and-so. And so they would write you a formula that their parents gave them. Right, but our parents aren't giving us this form. What the? And what, baby, what, what? you gotta talk about somebody that was very, very important to you in high school. My teacher. 
your teacher. That's basically kind of the whole reason why. That's the whole reason. Like, I was really want to talk about really it. It, wasn't about even it. Me. it was really her. It was really her. So I met an angel. Okay. That's my angel. I love her, and she really saw potential in me. She saw what I could become. And she was crazy. Just and like she was crazy herself. just like me. So we understood each other. We was like right here mentally. Right? I think she was the only person. I mean, you were the only person that really understood her. I was the only person that understood. Like, like truly for we herself. had we had each other's formulas. Truly we for we cracked the code with each other. Like you're the only person that truly. And understood she her was herself. like, listen, I do not need you like like where you're at is not where I, I know you can be because she was yeah, the one teacher literally. that saw how smart I was and she, she was like introduced she was like to a whole new you world are you are a genius she would literally hype me she'd be like you're not a dumb kid and I was like bitch I am a dumb kid and she was like that's what they're making that's what they're feeding into you but you're not one none of these kids are because she had a regular class somehow miraculously that year right it was like a weird everything's meant to be more of the story so that was her last year teacher that was her regular. last teacher teaching regular and I got her and she put my schedule so perfectly. And I was like, I can't handle all of this. Like, I can barely study at home. And she was like, I don't care. You're going to stay in my classroom after school and you're going to study. And I'm going to tell your mom that you're in my classroom and you're studying in my classroom. So if you need to study for a test, you're going to study in this classroom. And then you're going to get up and go home and deal with whatever you have to go home. But you already studied for tomorrow. Yeah. So that class was really, in my opinion, I think that my class Lord, was grace what, and savior. what changed everything. That was Papa Dios. For Jessica, because the thing with the teacher was that that teacher knew a lot of the kids that were in the higher classes. Yeah, and had connections. Grade, and knew all the connections. So she kind of put Jessica on to every, all the little details, all the yeah. little hacks, all the little what you got to do to move on, what you got to do to, you know, get your GPA up, or what you got to do to get those hours. Yeah. So Jessica kind of learned all of the tricks and... From there, it kind of just became. And I'm gonna say it work. like this: I had a 2.0 GPA when I entered my junior year, and I graduated with a 4.2 GPA, unweighted. If you're in high school, you know. Yeah. So that school, jump, you know. bitch, I got an award for that jump. High school gave me an award for that jump because that's a crazy jump. But it, you can do it too. It's just that you have to. They like just they just be setting up to fail. I'm like out here. We gonna help y'all. We gonna help y'all. In my opinion, if you really want to succeed, it's really all about you sitting down with yourself and really telling, and really yourself, telling yourself. And I told myself that that's crazy because you know? I told myself I said Jessica, I want to see you with a 4.0 it's when you graduate. All about, it's all about you believing in yourself and knowing what you can accomplish. And there was a school that I wanted to go to. And I got everything. Her dream, like, when I tell you her dream school, I mean, like, it's not even like she wanted to go to the bigger schools no. in the in the um in the state. She didn't even want to go to those schools. Mm-hmm. There was a one specific school that was her dream school, and I mean dream school. I'm talking like no other school no. she cared about. She didn't cry about. Nope. She didn't even think about. Nope. There was one specific school that that's all she thought about till the day that she fucking got accepted. Number one. Yeah. That's that's all you thought about. That's all I thought about. That's all I thought about. And the crazy part is, is that I worked so hard. So my counselor, my, this teacher was like, okay, this is what you need to get into the school. And she hooked me up with a counselor and she was like, it's the same counselor that's free at the school. And they were like, okay, this is your schedule. And they hired a Latina counselor that year, which was my life and saving grace. Yo, God be doing everything for me. Sometimes I love you, Papa Dios. If y'all don't know, we, we, you know, we believe in the hot power. Yeah. We believe that, you know, everything happens for For a a reason. And listen to me. Uh, he don't play about me. I'm going to say that much. He don't. Listen, she was a Latina counselor. And when she heard my story, she cried in my face. And she was like, that's it. Like, you're under my wing. Like, we're going to do this. Like, you got this. Right? And mind you, I put in the work myself. They just told me, like, this is what you need to do to get there. Right? But you got to put in the work. So, 
I ended up getting everything I needed to get into that school, and it was the perfect distance. It was the perfect school I wanted to go to. Like it was a distance that was like it was in Orlando. I live in Miami. It was in Orlando. Yeah, it was, it was. It was like three and a half hours away. Yeah. So the thing was, I is got that to leave. At the end of the day, it couldn't be out of the state. It was. I couldn't afford it couldn't that. Be some, and not only that, it couldn't be something out of the state because at the end of the day. Yes, I wanted to leave, but I couldn't leave too far. Yeah. My mom always made it very clear to me that I can go away, but I can't go away out of the state. had a family and stuff. Yeah, and I love my family. So I always knew that I wanted to go away, but I didn't want to go away far enough to the point where it made it difficult to go back home. Because Orlando is literally just a drive Two hours. For us. It's a and drive And personally, for us. me, leaving the state was something that I couldn't afford. And I had to make sure that I got a certain scholarship, Bright Futures, which I did get. I had to make sure I got a certain scholarship and that it was going to cover. Like, when I tell you I had the money planned out to a T. So Literally. all my FAFSA money was the money that I was going to spend on my personal uses, which was whatever I needed book-wise or whatever. Yeah, but my scholarship my scholarship covered you in my stay. This is what I tell you. I got you. We're going to get this through this. But... Everything was covered, and they really were like my angels. Like, I had these angels near me. I had my college counselor, Annabella. Like, I had all these angels near me, and they were all like, Jessica, like, we know. And every single one, they would even tell you. They were like, we know what she can be. And if she keeps, like, putting herself down, she's not going to be able to be her full fucking potential. And they loved him. Like, they loved him for me. They were like, you two together are, like, the dynamic duo. Like, people would see us and be like, yeah, And the crazy part is, is that... They people since we were in high school were basically saying that we were married already. Yeah. Because me and Jessica were basically since the moment that we really like started getting really comfortable with each other and we kinda, you know, find out everything about each other. We started yeah. being with each other twenty four seven. We were basically attached at the hip. Like we are today, but like we were like that since the beginning. Since the fucking beginning. But like I'm talking like since the beginning when we didn't live together, when yeah. we weren't around each other. So I, we were around each other twenty four seven. So all we were doing was talking and making sure that we were going down the correct path of everything that we wanted to do. Keep in mind, we're still surrounded by, you know, going through a whole bunch of shit everywhere else. Everywhere else. You know, everywhere else, we're going through a whole bunch of stuff. And when I mean everywhere, I'm talking like everywhere. Like, we going through shit everywhere. Because that was when my dad went to DR too. So everything was happening. Like, we was... Everything. I'm talking like, we went through basically... Going through everything at home. Everything possible to go through at home, we went through. We were going through everything and... Personally, too. We're we're just trying to keep it together. At the same time, we knew that with each other, we can can basically go through anything. Like, nothing could affect us. It was that situation where it was like, you know... And it was it was really big on friendship too. Like it was someone that I could fully put my trust in Literally. and be like, hey, like it was away from anything sexual. Like it was a friendship. It was a bond where it was like, like listen, like I'm doing this, and he wanted the best for me, and I wanted the best for him, and that's something that people weren't giving me in a regular friendship. You get what I mean? So he was literally. The, we were both the only person we could trust to each other, and we were literally figuring this shit out to the T. Like I had to go. He wanted to go, but I had to go. Like yeah, I was she like, had to go. Listen, I have I to leave my to house. Go, but she had to go. Like, like there, there was this, no option. My house gonna kill me here. Like I have to go. Like I need to get out. So I did everything in my power to leave. And my mind was, I always had a dream, but I was like Jessica. Like right now, like you need to put that dream aside for later and figure this out. Like you need to yeah. get out, right? You need to study. You need to do this stuff because you need to. Her leave. mom was set on doing everything she could to get to accepted leave. into the school to and to leave. Yeah. So I finished my senior year. I finished here, whatever. By that point, my senior year was a lot smoother. I would say by the the second half, of my senior year was a lot smoother because 
it was, you know, kind of like, I'm leaving. You know, like, we wasn't really dealing... Like, we were still dealing with shit, but, like, the shit that we was dealing with wasn't as big as it was before. Yeah. You know, and, you know, life was getting a lot clearer for us, and we kind of just knew that the path that we were headed down. So I graduate, and after I graduate... Jessica has to go through her senior year by herself because clearly, you know, Which I'm not in school with her no more. Which I was fine with. Yeah, I'm not in school with her no more. It's fine. So my senior year, I mean, not my senior year, the year after I graduated, all I did was work. Because, a fun fact, it wasn't like he took a gap year for me, by the way. Yeah, it's not like I took a gap there year There was her. an incident that That'd was... That real cute, though. That, it, it was real cute, but I wasn't going to let him. I'm not still a girlfriend. I was like, you go... Our plan was he was going to go ahead of me and I'll meet you there, right? Yeah, facts. So... And I was like, we'll make it through it, right? So a situation which Alex will get to, right? You could say that. You had a situation No, there was a situation house. where... I, basically, there was a situation where my first year, I wasn't going to get fast foot my first yes. year. So basically, since I wasn't going to get fast foot my, my first year, my mom said, you're not going to school if I have to pay yeah. for it. Even though I was going to Miami-Dade or Broward, I still would have had to pay for it I, out of like my pocket. Like completely out of pocket. And my mom was like, no, when we could just wait till next year, you get fast foot money. Yeah. So I basically had to take a leap year and all I did was work. And to save up. this year of me working, I'm talking like, I'm not talking like working, you know, like a nine to five. I'm talking like working, working, a, like working a nine to eight, a nine to nine. And we're talking working seven days out of the week. And saving his money. Seven days out of the week. And we're working, barely seeing saving each other. my money. We're barely seeing each other. Jessica's just her going through her senior year. And I'm working. So I had my senior year and a full-time fucking job. Yeah. So I'm going because I had to save my money, right? I got my job my junior year, but it became full-time senior year because I was like, bitch, you're going to have to get out and you're going to have to pay your rent and your everything. Literally. And if we saw each other, it was after our shifts at like 10 p.m. No, it was either yeah. at 10 p.m. Or basically Sundays, I had a half a day. So maybe on Sunday, we'll I would take other. off Sunday. We would yeah. figure it out. Sundays, I'll see her maybe. And then like Saturdays and Sundays but we had a or plan. Fridays. But the thing was we is that trying it was, to execute it, the plan. It was difficult because me and Jessica, we weren't seeing, we were basically seeing each other maybe like once out of the week. Sometimes there would be weeks where I wouldn't see her for like two weeks and I would maybe just go see her on her break because I just, I was working. Like there was yeah. nothing we could do. We was grinding. We knew, we knew what we had ahead of us and we weren't going to stop at any cost to yeah. get to it because at the end of the day, yes, we're not seeing each other, but we're going to see each other a year from now every single day. You know what I mean? So we kind of both knew that, yes, at the end of the day, in that moment, it was affecting our relationship. Because if you're not seeing your partner, somebody that you're used to seeing every single day, it's not only going to take a mental toll on you, but the fact that you're working every single day, that, Takes also, a mental toll on that also is affecting you too. So those two things combined, me not seeing you with work, and then you not seeing me with work, and then you also have school, and then you're also worrying about getting into school. You're, get, you're worried about getting into college. It was a lot for us. Yeah. It was a lot. Like It really was. That year... Was crazy, but it was something that that I'm gonna cry. Crazy. But that it was, was it was crazy, but it was something where like your mental was fucked up, but my mental been fucked up, right? Because nah, yeah, my mental, my mental, of was, my house situation, my and crazy, you ended like, up having a bed situation at home in that time too. Yeah. So there was a lot we were going through mentally that year, and it was something where I, it was like, listen, like we're a team at the end of the day. Like we cannot, yeah, like although we're going through shit at home, we cannot come together and be like we're against each other. Like no, we're a team. Like this is somewhere where we like we have this goal. We have to put everything or like you have to work your ships. I have to work my ships. And then we're going to have that money because we had an end goal money that we needed to leave. Right. So 
when we did all of that and we had all of that, it was just perfect. It wasn't nothing that fucked us up because we were like, we have an end goal. Like, we're going to make it through this. Like, like you know what? You tired? All right, sleep. Like, I'm not worried about another man. I'm trying to worry about this Fact. goal. We, it's not even like we were sitting there. Like, to this day, one thing I'm going to tell you about me and Jessica is, it's not like we was worried about the other person cheating. Yeah. If anything, we were more worried about not seeing each other. What was affecting us more than anything was not seeing each other. Because when I tell you, me and Jessica were so used to being with each other yeah. 24-7. Like, how we are today, we were like this in high school. Anybody that knew us knows that we were together 24-7. If we could be together, we were going to be together. And so, us not seeing each other really affected both of us. So, when it came down to us having to figure it out, we had no choice but to figure it the fuck out. We had no choice but to be like, yo, like... We either going to stick this out, ride this out together, or not. Yeah, and you either going to be my option. You either going to be my ride or die. Or, or, you, or you are, because or there, you, wasn't, there wasn't an option. After you know, all the, the thing you got to understand is that after mm-hmm. all the shit that we've been through together, it wasn't an option. Yeah. And we weren't going to allow some simple ass shit like us not seeing each other right. affect us because, yo, we can FaceTime each other. And I will we can always call each listen other on to the me. Phone. Listen, I'm going to tell you this, not I always tell you. Alex was someone that, when it came to mental health, like, was always open. And when I tell y'all, like... Always, with everything. Baby taught me a lot about everything. I taught her a lot about a lot of shit. She taught me a lot about a lot of shit. So... So, I have... I went through a lot of mental things, and, you know, we'll get through all of that. But he taught me... He was always open to talk with my feelings in a Latino household. Like, you know that your mental stability and how you feel mentally and your mental illness is not valid in a Latino household. Yeah, like, a Latino household, Depression not... is not a thing. You can go eat a mango and get happy, right? Anxiety is not real. And, you know, I'll tell him, hey, like, I'm feeling really depressed. Okay, there's a roof over your head and you have socks on, you have shoes on. You are fine, right? And that's not the case sometimes. And Alex was someone that, even though he was a man, because, you know, there's that stereotype... He had feelings, too, and he was open about his mental health problems as much as I was. And it was something that helped us out so much because although, like, hey, maybe these kids, these parents aren't going to take these kids to therapy. We can fix it together. We're talking about our feelings together. I'm like, hey, like, today I'm not going to hold you. Like, I felt really, really sad, like, ended all sad. And then I had someone to be like, okay, those feelings are valid. And tell me, like, it's okay. Like, we're going to figure it out. Basically, more of the story, we got through it. A lot, a lot of, a lot of drive-in movies, a lot of movie theater dates, a yeah. lot of. That was kind of how we spent our time together. Lunch breaks. We made it work. Lunch breaks. A lot of, not even. We couldn't even do lunch breaks. Yeah, we did lunch breaks. I, I worked too far. We, we did it. Remember, it was like a twenty-minute lunch break. That was like a five-minute lunch break. I saw you. We took a couple bites, and then I had to. He leave. used to come to my job because I worked at a store. So he would come if he had a break. He would come and pretend he was a shopper. So literally, <laughs> we we did what we had to do to get by yeah. that year because that year was, it was a lot. A lot. And it only became even more Worse, because listen to me. Of a, we were of a leaving after we started to leave, but ain't nobody knew we was leaving. Yeah, right? like everybody knew. Like it's crazy because this they, plan, they, me they and knew. Him have. They knew. Like we told people that we was leaving. Like you know when you tell somebody that you are gonna do something, like, but they don't. Talk, they don't really yeah, believe like, it. Like, well, you know happening. when you get mad at your mom and you like that's like you know when you get a really bad beating and you pack your bags and you like that's it. Like I'm gonna leave this house. Right. That's how they took it. Right. They were like. Yeah, okay, you're going to leave this house, especially my mama, like, when I tell you. I was going to yeah. say, that's crazy. Where is this story going? I was going to be like, if my, if, I, if my mama beat my ass and I pack my bags and I say I'm leaving and I she leave. She's going to beat me And again. I leave the door, she's going to beat me with the suitcase. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it was crazy. It was it was like that. So, it only got worse when we were like, hey, we're leaving. And huh. our dumbasses were like, we're going to leave together. 
And our family was it like, was, oh. It was more her mom in that situation because my yeah. mom kind of understood more. Alex's mom, was mom is more, I don't want to say Americanized. No, she's more understanding. She's more with the times. Yeah, she's more she's understanding. More she's more understanding of the times that we this currently live in. why I love in. my mother-in-law. She helped me a lot. She understood. I told her from the beginning. I said, mommy, like, you know, at the end of the day, I want to go away for school. And I wanted to go away for school. She and I told her, And I told things. her, okay, I'm going away for school. And Jessica's also going away for school, so we're going to end up leaving together. And at the time, I know that she probably took it as, oh, you know, he's just, persiguiendo tu, su, su, su novia or whatever. Like, he's going behind his girlfriend. Like, he's just chasing her. I know that that's how she saw it in the, in the moment. But I'm really trying to say, like, don't ever allow your parents to stop you from doing what you want to do. Especially when it's something that you believe is going to be better in the long run for you. We love our parents. For example, me with my mom, like, my mom stopped me from doing anything that has to do with the career that I have now. Literally. And I just didn't listen. And I was like, mom, like, respectfully, like, I haven't listened to you in years because when I listen to you, it all goes to shit, right? So it's something where it's like, sometimes your Latino parents just don't understand, but it all gets better in the end. Like, if you have to go through it, go through it. And that's what I did. Like, my mom was, like, locking me in the house. She's like, bitch, where are you leaving to? Because you is not leaving, Literally, right? Her, like, the shit that we had to go through when we were getting yeah, ready to Yeah, mom was like, you was leaving crazy. where? Like, her mom literally... You leaving to this bed, baby. Go lay down. There was a time where her mom literally, like, called me on my phone and said, no, you're not taking my daughter. Yeah. Like, she literally said, no. Like, she called me and said, you're not taking my daughter, and you're not going to take her away and get her pregnant. Like that's like every that, that's the mom. mentality. Even though me and Jessica, by that time, she was already ha- she was she already had protection. Like she already I already had have my birth control. So we trust me, we didn't want no kids, and we still don't want no kids right now. Yeah. So it, it's like in the moment, it was something they where think about the worst instead the of worst asking thing you ever. why you want to you know, leave. And my parents were people were like they were tough. So like if it was like hey I have this dream, it was like yeah let me see you get there. Like, it was like, hey, like, when I graduated high school with honors, my mom looked at my diploma twice. Her like, mom didn't even, like, when she got into the school that she was getting into, her mom didn't, didn't even believe, believe it. that I was she lying. wasn't even going to college. She thought I was lying that I was going to college because they just, and it's not that they want the worst for us. I feel like it's us not. kids, we always look at our parents in the best light, but... It was just simple things like till this day, like my mom doesn't say I'm proud of her and I've and I proud of me and I accept it. I've accepted that in my heart. I'm like, listen, I can't always fight for your validation because if I fight for your validation, I'm just gonna make myself fail. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be proud of myself, exactly. right? Exactly. And think I'm a boss ass bitch to myself. Because you are a boss ass bitch. Because I will never be that to them because they will never understand. And no matter how hard we try, these people do not understand. You know what I mean? These people are on Tiwa back in the El Salvador brain, you know what I mean? And her mom is like really like i'm talking like Antigua, like, like her, mom, her mom is like the type of person that if you was to speak to her about something mo- ha- like nine times out of ten she's not going to understand no. what the fuck you talk about no because she just she's not caught up with the times no. so we got up and we were getting ready to leave first of all we went to go tour the school her mom came still didn't believe that she was leaving nope. i don't know how you tour a whole university that your daughter got accepted into and she still don't believe we were she thought we were on vacation she yeah. was so confused she was like why are we looking at this like yeah. yeah they got a nice school area she's like but there's a school down the street like i'm confused as to what's because latino parents don't understand that they don't understand what it is to pack yourself and go to a dorm like yep. we we don't they don't they don't For know them, that you could, you could stay home and go to school yeah that's you like could not... stay home or if you want better Stay home at work. That's what I'm saying. So it wasn't something like that. It was like, and if you tell your mom, like, I'm going to be a doctor, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter going to be a doctor. 
you're gonna be that doctor, look at me in my face, tell me you're gonna be that doctor. Because if you're gonna be that doctor, I'm proud of you. But don't do it for them. Don't do it for them. Don't do it for don't, them. Don't do something for your parents. At the and end of the day, kill remember this for is that. your life. Yeah, like don't, because listen, you only listen, get one shot it's at this your life. life and you listen to me. You only get one shot. I'm telling y'all, if I sit there and were to be like, okay, mommy, yes, mommy, yes, mommy, I'd be stuck. You are stuck. You're going to be stuck in that same You're gonna cycle. You're going to be stuck pleasing other people. And by the time that you go ahead and you realize that you should have been living for yourself, you're 40 years old. And there's some moms out there that are amazing. Listen, Alex has I love one my understanding mama. Mama, ass mom. My mom, very, she understood, like, uh, like an She's a parent that I want to be in She life. understood a lot of the things that we was going through. And yes. she, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, she had, you know, She's a young mom. Um, she had to deal with a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, situations with me and Jessica's relationship. And she's also a young mom. Yeah. So she had to deal with it to herself. Yeah. She's a young mom, she, and she, she went to school, actually, in the Bronx, New York, too. She went through high school. Yeah, so she understood yeah. a lot of the things that we were going through because my mom went through the school system. My mom went to college. Yeah. My mom, you know, she didn't finish college. But, but she, she went. went. She went to college, and she understood a lot of the things that we were going through. And it's not like I was the first child, either. I had an older sister who also went away to school. Yeah. But my mom clearly had told me, she was like, if you could stay, then stay. Like, don't go. Like, my mom had told me many times, like, if you could stay and you don't have to go away for school, you know, stay. Yeah. And mom, the thing with my mom is that even though my mom not going to stay, I'm her favorite. But she didn't want me to leave. So when I, when I really broke her when I told her, you know, I was leaving. Because when your child is leaving, it really doesn't hit you until they leave. They leave. It really yeah. don't hit you until they leave because they really left. Like, when, that's why I said they didn't believe that we was going to leave until we really got up and left. Because Listen. we told people, the thing is, uh, the thing with me and Jessica, and it's really been a revolving, <laughs> a revolving door about basically our whole life. We tell people everything that's going to happen. And then the moment that it happens, they like, shit, they said it's going to happen. <laughs> they said that they was going to do that. Yeah, it's like that. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something about his mom. Um, she's taught me a lot. She's also been a mom to me, which I will always be there for my cry. And mom, like, I love you and I get you. And I work hard for my mommy not have to work one day. I work as hard as I work to give her the world because she was the one that had to bust her ass to buy me a pair of shoes. And I will forever be grateful because I didn't have dirt shit. But best believe, if I needed a fucking meal, I had a fucking meal. If my mom had to starve, she would starve and make me some rice with ketchup. And, and that that's the thing with both of our moms is yeah. at the end of the day, both of our moms are two moms that have to grow up and raise children. Yeah. I, and I'm going to say this, like, it's the truth. My mom had to raise me. I want to say by herself because she had my grandma in the beginning, but she was really by herself. Yeah. My mom was working multiple jobs. Her mom was working multiple jobs. So I so raised myself. They wanted the best for us. So us going away for school, even though they didn't want it to happen was we were really, already so independent was though. really the best thing for yeah. us yeah we we were i mean then again i've been independent for a long time i feel like yeah you know, you've been independent for a long time too but we've yeah. been independent for so long that us going away for school was not that big of a deal wasn't something that we saw as that big of a deal because we were already living, living by ourselves like i was working a full-time job yeah like i was i was by myself since i was i mean my mom was grown now so you can't do nothing about it but i was living alone since i was like Seven, eight. And I'm not being dramatic. If you're Latino, you know. My mom wouldn't come home till 1 a.m. from cleaning those people's houses. My mom was at work all day. So it was like, listen, girl, I'm going to need you to cook and feed yourself. And that's what I did for my whole life, right? So 
when and I was and that's what I was used to. So when I was leaving, I was like, girl, I already know how to wipe my own ass because I've been wiping this ass. You know what I mean? Like I've been like, I've been cleaning my clothes. I've been cleaning the floor. I've been like I clean this whole house and have a meal ready. That's what Latinos do, right? Clean your dishes. Da, da, da. It's just your life. So I've been doing this. It's not surprising. It's just that they just don't want to let you go out of that shell because they feel like forever they're going to keep you in this shell and protect you. But it's like, no, like, your kids are going to strive. Your kids are going to do great Sometimes things. Sometimes you just kind of have to let your kids grow up. Grow up, for real. And experience life because it's their life. At the end of the day, like I said, it's your life. Yeah. You only live once. You only get one shot at this thing called life. So don't allow anybody or any outside influence change your views of how you want to live or the actions that you want to take because if you're going to go ahead and live for somebody else why are you living your life like why are you living the world if you're living your life for somebody else you and know? dream big yo dream always dream I, and when big. i mean dream big i'm talking like dream out of the if goddamn you, if you box think, if you think that dream that you have is too big then dream bigger then dream because bigger. yo it's you, not should, big enough. you should have dreams to the point that when people listen to your dreams they should think that you're crazy. Because listen to me. People thought we were fucking ballistic. Baby, baby, we going to get to that. You get... How, how we know. get into that? How we, we, we... You going forward. Because I know. Because we, we, you know, we ran out of time here today. But we I, are running out I of time just want to say... We got tomorrow. You know what By I mean? By the way, I just want you to know we got one, two, three, four. We went through four things out of the, like, ten the that we have that written we have. down. <laughs> and it's because at the end of the day, our story... Like I said, we're kind of trying to go through it very briefly. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and talk about everything very in-depth. And, like, everything. When I mean everything, I'm talking, like... Our lives, how we started, our early lives, our, yeah. you know, lives before we met, um, our lives after in high school. Like I said, we're going to have a surviving high school episode. We're going to have surviving your house episode, surviving your family, surviving Trauma. a Latino household. Like I'm talking like we're, we're going to, we have so many episodes lined up that yeah. I know that this episode and for are us. For us, this episode already went by so yes, quick. Yes, because it's normal talking to you guys. Like, I literally feel like, like you guys are in front of me. Anything. You know when you're with your friends and you're in front of each other and y'all cry? Hey, and you just talking talk. and then you look up at the time and it's been like, four yeah. hours. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel with you guys. This is like a PS4 party, basically. Y'all are my safe space yeah. and I hope that we're your safe space. And I know sometimes you always tell me, just because you do so much for me. No, you guys do so much for me. I'm going to tell y'all right now, you going to learn that. I don't even think I understand. You like, going to learn every that. Every single time that I meet somebody and... We go ahead and when we meet y'all and we have conversations with y'all, and I know you guys have heard me say this, every single time that you guys go ahead and get Jessica emotional, and I'm like, yo, like, she gonna cry later. Like, I'm not lying when I say I she cry. gonna cry later because just they know- mean so much to me. You see all of this? None of this will be possible if it wasn't because of y'all. And we wake up and know that every single day. And that's something that we want to show you guys. Like, we want to show you that two kids that came from fucking nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean fucking nothing. Literally. Two fucking kids. Two Latino kids with dreams. Two minorities with dreams in the fucking United States. Breaking Latino barriers. Breaking generational curses. Are here to tell you guys that you can fucking do it too. And there is no stop. You can there do. There is no stop. You can do whatever you put your mind to. At I the end of the day. At the end of the day. You're only as strong as whatever you believe in. And your yeah. mind and your words are more powerful than you think. Because y'all know where your yeah. family is. We and we finna, we open, finna get, open book. When I'm talking about we finna get down open and dirty book. in this podcast, I'm talking like... Y'all we, finna know everything. Just know this podcast was supposed to start early January. Like, I'm talking like this podcast, we were supposed to drop the first episode yes, like January 1st. So, we've been holding off for so long. It's a six-month project. we have so many, like, episodes lined up. And, yeah. not, and the crazy part is, is that we have episodes lined up. 
But that doesn't even account for the things that are going to happen the in the future. The guests that are in this podcast. Baby, that baby, 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 baby why sorry, are you telling I'm them sorry. why? I just want to get them a little baby, bit excited. We got some t- guests that already confirmed. That already confirmed. That's all I'm Who saying. Who confirmed? I'm not telling Don't, them. Baby. 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 I'm not telling baby, them. Baby, you can't be telling them that we got guests. They can't. Know. Baby, you're telling them baby, too much. Baby, but they could guess what the guest is. At. Baby, they're my, if they baby, they're my best friends. I can't keep things from that, baby. You crazy. They won't be guessing. Baby, if, like they guessing, if they guessing who the guests are, they gonna already know who it is or who they are. There's five that are confirmed. So, uh, go lot. ahead and guess. There's I love y'all. And, and guys, we and, didn't, oh wait, wait, we didn't even tell them. And it's gonna be a family affair podcast because we bring everybody on this everybody. bitch. We might have our supporters up in here too. Like I said, I if, love y'all. If we want to bring you on a podcast, like the crazy part is, is that yeah, you guys believe that we're saying that you guys are family and we speak to you guys and. And we believe that you guys are more connected to us than most people that we know. Because at the end of the day, me and Jessica don't really even have friends like that. No. So we you have are, you guys. You guys are the closest thing to friends that we have. Because our friends, like the amount of friends that we have is very, very like thin. So me and Jessica believe that you guys are more special to us than a lot of people. And it's crazy because we have friends that we meet. That are supporters. Like we, I yes. have supporters that I speak to, and that are as my friends, friends now. That they become friends to me, and that I literally support them in all their business literally. ventures and their dreams. And although maybe our dreams are not the same, at the end of the day, we all have one goal, and that is to make it in life and be and whatever, happy. Whatever that, whatever that meaning is to you, that's I'm your here meaning. to support everybody's you, meaning in life of completing their life and fulfilling their life is different. Yes. No one believed in us. No one supported us. No one gave us a dollar to invest in, in nothing. But we fucking believe in yeah, okay? Because if there's someone that's going to tell you, this bad bitch going to tell you right here that you a bad bitch. And this bad bitch right here going to tell you too. You are bad bitches. You are some bad motherfucking bitches. I love you. He loves you. Facts. We love y'all. We finna rep y'all till the day it... Y- y- uh, uh, so... You know what? It's been an amazing episode. Aunque lo que vos. I am so excited. This is our first episode. I'm so excited. I love you. Guys, just know we left off on basically us moving out. So we never even got to college. Oh, I know. We never. Next episode is going to be basically college and on. Yeah. And college is really where the story of Alex and Jessica, like Alex and Jessica, the story really begins in college. Yeah. Because that's where everything that you guys see, everything that we built started from college. And y'all finna get all the tea because y'all be asking me the tea and I don't be telling y'all because I'm going to tell y'all on here. And so y'all that's it. Know. It's a wrap. Why is it a wrap? Why y'all want to know what, baby? What you going to say? Why is it a wrap? Because what you got to say? You have something cool? We want to say that we love y'all. I love you. And we see y'all next episode. I love you, bitch. We see y'all next episode. Then I tell you I love you. We love yeah. y'all. Ah, but that's what wrap.